Okay. Mm. So again, let's then now fast forward to 1981. So you're you are this accomplished uh, fighter jet pilot. Um 1981 or is it 1982? 82. 82 was was a huge turning point especially because of the air force. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell us tell us tell us what happened to explain to people about that time. Imagine the people would have no idea what happened then. Yeah. 1982 August. Well, let's go back to the last week of July. Two weeks actually. Um there was a military exercise. Uh, where we act as in a war and what happens is you have a this brigade fighting this brigade and then you have the air force this you are the enemy now mm-hmm. uh, you have the air force now supporting um, now the friendly mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. where we out I was in Wajir so you're out there in the bush now the tanks are rolling you're there and the, the air ground guys would control when the F5s come say there's a target 90 degrees left 50 miles or whatever it is mm. using binoculars or 10 miles i was selected with the air liaison officer mm. for that exercise again luck so i was there as the air liaison officer means i'm talking to the jets as they come and i'm giving them target instructions so they would come and act to come boom and, and uh, say they have destroyed or whatever and i'll be guiding them and saying whether you you missed target you are left of target or because we'd have the dummy yes. things there and they were meant to come and zoom zoom past so that's what i was doing and i was there with uh, of course you are with the army i'm the only air force guy there or two or three of us mm. but i'm with the army now the the army who are fighting the enemy uh, uh, fighting the enemy yes yes so we got back on uh, the end of july 31st the night before the coup the coup was august 1 uh flew back by helicopter to nanyuki and again luck when i got to base we were tired dusty and i needed to return you're given a, a weapon i had my pistol i needed to return the pistol and with me was another friend of mine who we had also he was on the other brigade as mm. the early liaison officer for them so we had flown back together he lived at the base i lived in the hotel mm. so we waited for the armory to open he got fed up said ah i'll return this tomorrow it was a saturday he said i'll return it on monday um i somehow waited until i returned the weapon and thank god for that because <laughs> when the coup happened i would have been home with a gun now my friend just to side track simply because he had the gun during the questioning one of the things that was coming up what were you doing with a gun i was saying yeah, i had yeah, this yeah, in the yeah, bush yeah, so yeah, why yeah. didn't you return it the the yamari guy was not there they could not and then unfortunately he was from that tribe that yes majority had uh, uh, done the coup so he had all kinds of things going against him anyway that's just a side track so i give back the gun go home what made you give back the gun despite the fact that 
the car was an opening. We don't, we only carry guns when we are in the bush. Mm. Or during wartime, uh, like all the, if you're going to war as a pilot in, in a fighter jet, mm. you'd carry a gun which you put in your mm. thing here. The reason being, should you, should you be captured by the enemy, you have something to protect yourself. Mm. Should, should you eject, yep. then you always carry a gun. But in day-to-day -day military, we don't carry guns, you know. But we had a gun because now we are doing a war exercise, so I get everybody it. has a pistol. So that's uh, why you returned it. You're just that, like, no, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not carrying this thing to civilian, no. as a civilian. Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't carry, so. So then now what happens? So this is 31st. Go home, so I'm with Gina, we are, I go home, fast asleep, and she gets a call at 5 a.m. Uh, from a friend of ours, uh, the wife of another uh, uh, pilot. Asked, is she be there? I said, yeah, he's asleep. And she says that Dave was picked at 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. I said, why? I said, there's been a, uh, there's, there's been a coup. I said, what do you mean a coup? So Gina woke me up and I got up and uh, we're trying to figure out what's happening. Nobody quite knows. Then at about six, just when daylight was coming, I heard the F5 zooming off. They came to Nairobi, two of them. Mm. Because they came and the, what the cool guys were trying to do, and they had armed them, because there was junior officers, is to come and bomb State House, bomb KBC. But the guys who came, they just did a few passes and went and dropped the bombs in Mount Kenya. So they came back and said, we have done it. Ah. Yeah, it was, it was lucky. It, the whole thing could have changed very, very badly. It's just that the people who are sent to do the job. They were being under gunpoint by the junior soldiers. Where were you? are going to fly. And they were sitting in the rear seat of the F-5. So in the, in the front seat, you know, you see tandem. Yeah. Is a pilot. In the rear seat is this guy with a gun. So they just did some maneuvers, confused the guy, zoomed through Nairobi, went, dropped the bombs, came back and landed. Mm, 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 mm. So are you telling me that... So, pardon, pardon, I'm trying to understand this. Are you telling me that somebody came and took hostage of... What happened was they sent uh, cars, Land Rovers, to all the pilots' houses. I lived in the hotel, so I did not live in a military house, because uh -huh. I lived in, with uh, Gina in the hotel, yes. we had a cottage there. But anybody who lived in a military house, which they had, uh, they had uh, rented houses all over uh -huh. for married people, they went around collecting them. They, they did not collect me because I used to drive yeah, myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again. <laughs> Your story and this word luck. <laughs> <laughs> I should write a book said one lucky guy. <laughs> so, and who are these people who collect them? The coup was done by very junior officers. Mm. Actually, it was a corporal called Ochuka. Mm. He was a lead. So all his uh, team were the same rank. Mm -hmm. corporals, senior privates. So they went to the they went to the armory and got guns. Got in Land Rovers and were coming, you're coming with us. 
So they went picking officers, and they went, uh, if you re read the story, uh, that was Nanyuki. Uh -huh. In his lead, they had gone all over town, uh, you know, yes. shooting in the air. They had sent a team to KBC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes, I remember that They one. had gotten uh, a famous gentleman called Leonard Mambo Botella, who yep. was well known, yep. to come and make an announcement. So it sounds genuine. Yep. Because if you hear a normal genuine voice, like if today you hear Jeff Koinange, exactly. you say, oh, yeah, yep. that's, that, that must be legit. And please note, at this time, that is the only station. Yes. So, although luckily, again, it lasted very, very few hours because when the army came over and overpowered, the army moved in and now overpowered all the Air Force officers. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so a few so were killed, put in custody. Ooh. Yeah. So, so when all of this is happening, you are at... Yeah, <laughs> but when I, f when I had the jets zoom, mm. I got up, said I have to go. This is what I've been waiting for. There's, there's action. <laughs> and very luckily, Gina fought me off. I mean, she said, you're not going. So I was tough. It was really, when you it was said Nyuki really was very central, oh, because, because the, Air the Air Force. Force. Oh, yeah. yes, the Air Force. Yeah. And, you know, so I got this call and from a friend of mine, who a major's wife, major in the Air Force, who said, hey, where's Chris? I said, he's here. And she said, oh, because Dave, who was her husband, has just been picked up. Um, there's a coup and I'm like what and she said yeah there's been a coup and I tell Chris I'm like Chris you know this is what's happened he's oh good I need to get my uniform and I'm like to go where I'm like huh <laughs> you know he's like well I mean you know of course he wanted to be where the action was mm. and you know him and I had like this big argument like no you can't go and thank God he didn't go because he would have been in jail mm. um, but you know then there was just sort of my mum and I in a very different environment because Nanyuki, there was obviously curfew. There was a lot that was going on. A very good friend of ours showed up at the gate the night of the coup having been shot and beaten oh, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't get doctors. So there was my mom and I cleaning this man. Um, you know, I, I mean, there was just a lot. It was just, there was a lot going on. She said, you're not going. So she blocked the door. We had a tussle. Yeah. Eventually, then information started coming from about eight or nine that the army have moved in. They are rounding up all the of, of, uh, Air Force officers, wherever they find them. So now we, we laid low. Okay. Again, because I stayed, I was not in uh, military housing, nobody knew where I was. Mm. So we just sat there. It was a Sunday, I remember. We sat there the whole day now getting information. Some few dead Nanyuki is in Nairobi, a lot of dead, uh, windows broken, this has happened. So when the army moved in, again, they, the first place they went to was KBC. Mm -hmm. And uh, now they've got their proper information, said we keep calm, everybody go home, uh, we have taken care of the situation, the coup has been suppressed. And if you remember, they sent a team to go pick Moy. Mm. Moy was in Kabarak. Mm. Brought him under armed guard now to, to I think, to Kabarak, his yes. house here. To now, uh, he came by road to now command things from here. So it was a very messy day. Me very messy few days after. In, in fact, so now I'm, I'm, I'm wondering now about you because people must be wondering, where is this guy? Now, in that evening, another friend of mine who had been in Nyeri, a pilot like me, fighter pilot, he came to the, 
he somehow maneuvered through all the roadblocks mm. and he came and joined me. So we sat there wondering, oh, now what do we do? And what about your other pal who had come with a gun? He was also there with you? No. The well, ones he had gone somewhere else. The, the pilots who were picked were now at the Air Force base. No, but remember, had, remember the guy who you said had a gun when you both of you came and tried to return your guns? So well, only he, you, he was at the base. Yeah, he, oh, was, okay. he, he was at the base. I okay. was in town. Okay. He was in uh, Nanyuki Air Force base then. So he was one of the people who were rounded, ra- up. Ra- rounded up. Okay, so your friend now comes and... and yeah, now he joins me now. We are wondering what to do. Um, try to get much as much information as we can. So we decided we'll just sleep and report tomorrow. So in the morning, that was Monday morning, we got on the phone and we called the base and said, uh, we are here, what do you want us to do? So they told us, stay there, we are sending a car. Oh. So they sent a Land Rover. So me and my friend got on board and um, then this gentleman got on the radio and said, two others have surrendered. So I tapped him and said, what are you talking about? He just ignored me. I found it. Two have two more surrendered. Ay, yeah, 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 yeah. 